Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. This is episode 39. My name is Woody, and tonight I'm joined with Pro K. What's up, man? How much? So Pro K is responsible for our guests now. I've retired from this responsibility because I handle everything with the podcast. So I'm trying to, he asked me for responsibility, so I'm trying to pass them on down to him. So first, here's his current responsibilities. Number one, not to make random noises in the background. There's one right there. He just opened up a bottle of water. So, all right, pro tip, don't put the cap back on. Just don't put the cap on the water back on. Don't just leave the cap off. So then you actually you shouldn't even have a bottle of water because when you squeeze it, what happens? What happens when you squeeze a bottle of water? It makes a lovely sound that people enjoy. Um Bro, what happened? What happened to your camera? Oh God. Anyway, so there he, he's back. He's back. Okay. So that's 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 number one is for him to not make a bunch of obnoxious sounds in the background. Uh, we're still working on that. We're trying to get through that. Number two, he's responsible for booking all the guests from here on out. This was his first week of doing this. Pro, do we have a guest tonight? Uh, she passed away. Proke, where is our guest? This is your responsibility. Our guest is, quote, I'm going to bed. Did you get ever? Did you ever get confirmation from the guest about tonight? No, she she was very uh, non-committal. I mean, I thought she I thought she did commit, but she was waiting for you to send a proposal over. I don't think she ever committed. So I don't know. So whose fault is it? Is it you, are you taking responsibility for this or is she a flake? Blame Canada. That works for most things, but that, that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. So whose fault is this? Is this a proke problem or is this a is this a Casey problem? It's probably due to eight mile. Okay. So because she, she Casey a, uh, she's flaky. She's flaky. She was at a she, she's like dandruff. She was at the State Fair Lounge, which had Two dollar titty Tuesday. So, is that where she's working now? She. <laughs> so she said she just got off of work. Is that is it is it possible? Is where she's actually working? So she might be worse for the wear. All right. Well, because so you're saying she's flaky like dandruff is what you're saying. That is not what I'm saying. All right. Well, that's what you're saying. 
But you, but you would disagree with that statement, or you would agree with that statement? I don't know her well enough to know. I know that she's going to bed, though. She's not going to bro. No one goes. She just got off of work from a titty bar. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's not even <laughs> ten o'clock. She's not going to bed. Like like that's what girls tell guys that are fucking idiots. And if okay. you believe it, if you believe that, then you are the problem. So we can't believe that. She's not going to bed. That's all I have to go by. She's right now. She's sitting there eating some cheesy potatoes that she put in her fucking um, air fryer. After she got home from work from the titty bar. Anyway, I, I found a I found a website here. That has just a bunch of jokes about Detroit. So I can't figure out if she's avoiding if she's avoiding the podcast be, because she knows what she know like she thinks we're just gonna like completely destroy her because of Detroit. She's already been on. Yeah, but this is different because she knows that I'm fucking pissed and I'm on a fucking rampage. Because Detroit can't Detroit cannot be trusted. Like they can't be trusted anymore. Like, f- like, fuck the entire city of Detroit. If you're in Detroit right now, I'm sorry. You're probably a great person, but fuck Detroit. This is some things we're going to go over today. Um, periodically, we're gonna th- I'm going to throw in some jokes about Detroit. I did not write these. These are from a website. We're going to go over. We're going to go over the picks from last week, which was not good. Horrible. I don't even know why we do a gambling podcast. It was uh, Jacksonville's fault. And Detroit. And Detroit. The Baguars are awful. Trevor Lawrence might be worse than Baker Mayfield. We're going to make make new picks, but we're also going to go over the trade. Trades that happened today on the trade deadline. But let's start things off with uh, with a joke from Detroit. How would Jesus die if he was born in Detroit? In a crossfire. (laughs) (laughs) I will do one more. It's better for Chicago, but. Broke your making noises again. I forgot to mute it. My bad. All right, here's one more. In a recent survey, people from Detroit have proved to be the most likely to have had sex in the shower. In the survey, carried out by a leading toiletries outfit, 86% of Detroit residents said that they've had, if not enjoyed, sex in the shower. The other 14% said that they haven't yet served any time in prison. Oh boy! All right, um, and we'll come. We'll, we'll come back with a few more jokes. I've got literally an entire web page of these. All right, Proke, what happened last week? Uh, we lost. Uh, Jacksonville is trash, and Trevor Lawrence is worse than Baker Mayfield. Well, he's consistent. We were watching the game, and I told you, I was like, "Oh, look! First quarter, they're winning. They look great." Dude, that but, guy but, misses 
but unfortunately, they have to play three more quarters. And, and, Kobe and, Brisket and, is better quarterback than Trevor. That, but that's Lawrence. not that's not fair. Uh, brisket is Brisket is a solid back. He he might be one of the best, if not the best, the backup quarterback in the NFL. And he's good because he doesn't make mistakes. He's not going to do. He any- doesn't make mistakes. He threw. Three games away this year, interceptions in the end zone. He's still better. He's not, he's not a starting quarterback. You're right, leaning on him. You, you're leaning on him to be a starting quarterback. He's not. If you need him to come in because your quarterback quarterback gets hurt in the third quarter, he's not going to fuck up that game. He he might not go out and score three touchdowns, but he's not going to lose the game for you. If you want him to start and play four quarters every single week for fucking 14 weeks, you're, you're going to be on the, the shit end of that deal. He's not a starting quarterback. Well, neither is Trevor Lawrence. Apparently not. Trevor Lawrence missed so many wide open. It's like I picked him and I'm watching it and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He has three good plays. Get anybody. He has three good plays, but then on the fourth play, it's so bad. It somehow erases the three good plays that he had. It's like the other team ends up with a ball. It's like three steps forward in a giant leap backwards. And like, you don't ever gain any ground. You know what I mean? Like he's constantly a little behind at the end of the day. No. And he's in the same boat that Jacoby is in that just hand it off. But he's not is so fast. You can't be one-dimensional, though. You cannot be one. Jacksonville doesn't have, but they have the best running back in the league. They have the one of the best running offensive lines in the league. They're built for it. Jacksonville's not built for that, dude. I'm First just, of all, all right. Here's the thing: Jacksonville, stud. Jacksonville, Jacksonville has talent on their roster. They do not have depth on their roster. They have talent sprinkled in to a bunch of. Mediocre players. The AFC South is so bad, they sh- they should be in contention every single year. But unfortunately, Jacksonville is also equally as bad as the division. Therefore, they can't get any they can't get any traction, and it's not a surprise to me. I think they're playing worse than I thought they would for sure. For sure. But I, like I always said, I said at best they're a 500 team. And they're going to have to fucking make some miracles happen to get to 500. It's not looking well, like they're not getting to 500. But there's no reason why they shouldn't be is what I'm saying. If, if Lawrence could play, if Lawrence could be a mediocre quarterback in the fourth quarter, they're a 500 football team. Well, they, that's how, that's how bad how, he is in the fourth I quarter. I didn't see how they took the lead in the fourth quarter, but they did. And well, it's it's interceptions, two, dude. He throws two, picks in the fourth quarter, and then two seconds later, somehow they were losing again. He throws picks in the fourth quarter. That's what he does. I, is I, that I, what I yeah, no, I haven't seen the stats, but if you go, I, if you Google right now, don't Google because it'll make a bunch of noise. Don't do it. But if anybody were to Google, I guarantee you his fourth quarter picks like percentage is ridiculous. Leading in the league, probably, in picks in the fourth quarter. INTs in the fourth quarter. Anyway, so both of us goose last week. Fucking obnoxious. And, I, you know, I, I had, what was it, Miami and Detroit? The only thing I didn't want to see happen was Detroit score a bunch of fucking points, fuck up my over-under, 
which I had, what, 42? I had the under. And they still lost the game. And they still lost the game. That's what I... If they would have won the game, okay. But the, not only did they completely screw over my my under bet, but they still lost the game. Let's see what kind of trades were made today. Trevor Lawrence stats this year are like way better than last year. Not by much. But it, again, if if you take the fourth quarter and just erase it, like it never happened. He's in the he's in the running for the MVP. That's how bad the fourth quarter is, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if you can find that stat. I, I don't know if it exists. I'm sure it's somewhere on like data I'm football trying. or something. Just from watching the games, it's so bad in the fourth quarter. It's the first quarter, he looks like a Hall of Famer. I don't know what happens. But it's, unfortunately, it's very consistent. In the fourth quarter, he just, he might be, I, I don't know. I don't know what it ah, is. Ah, quarters. He might be throwing the game. I mean, it is possible. I mean, it's so consistent. He might be throwing the game. He might be getting paid to throw <laughs> the games in the fourth quarter. First quarter, QB rating, 110.6. I told you, bro. What's his four? His can you be negative? Hold can on. you possibly be negative Hold in the fourth? On. Third quarter, QB rating one hundred point three. It's second, trending. Second quarter, sixty nine point one. Fourth quarter, sixty eight point seven. Wait, fourth quarter within seven points, forty nine point two. I told you. <laughs> so like, bad. And, and I haven't seen those stats. I've never seen them. I'm just going by what I see with my two eyes in and these football got, games. He has nine interceptions. Six of them are in the fourth quarter. That's <laughs> so bad. I don't know what the problem is. I, I, I mean, I don't know if he's now building up scar tissue and it's going to be like a Blake Bortles sort of problem. Where he can he'll never be able to get right. It's, well, here's he, a problem. His his QB rating on grass is seventy five point two. His I don't QB put much. rating on turf is one seventeen point seven. Yeah, I don't put much. I don't put much behind that. He the, needs the, to the be sam- on a fast surface. Well, no the, the the sample size is too small. You gotta understand. Yeah. This is his second season in the NFL. You know, like it, it, the sample size on that sort of stuff is too small. But he he is, if anything, you want a quarterback to improve in the fourth quarter when when it's crunch time. That would be ideal. He yeah. takes the day off. Uh, he doesn't take the day off. He goes into the place and drops a bomb on his coworkers. All right, we need a Detroit joke. I think it's time to go back to a Detroit joke before we move on to the uh, the NFL trades. What's the most confusing day in Detroit? Father's Day. All right, trade trade deadlines. November first. What happened yeah. today? 
We had some interesting trades was, today. Uh, actually, we'll, more no, trades. We'll say, oh. no, we're going to save the Jaguar. I know you want to talk about the Jaguar trade. We're going to save that it. for last. I actually we're going to – I like it too. I like it too, but we're going to save that for last. Other than the fact that he'll probably never touch field again. All right, November 1st trade deadline. These are the trades. You, t- you tell me what's relevant. I'm just going to go down the list here, and you tell me relevant, not relevant. Okay? Dolphins. The, the Dolphins, Dolphins acquire Bradley Chubb relevant. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait, so this, where are you getting your information from? Dolphins acquire Bradley Chubb. Broncos well, I, get Chase Edmonds. Well, hold on a second. I've got a website here that's got all the things listed. So do I. The, it says the Falcons trade safety Dean Marlowe to the Bills for a 2023 seventh round pick. Relevant or not relevant? Not relevant. The Chiefs trade cornerback Rashad Fenton to the Falcons for a conditional seventh round pick. Relevant, not relevant. Not relevant. The Bills acquire running back Naheem Hines from the Colts in exchange for a conditional fifth round pick and running back Zach Moss. Relevant. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, Hines is a good uh, pass catching uh, running back. Are oh, you making noise? You're making noise. What, what are you doing right now? You're fidgeting with something. What was that? Some hangers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Broncos acquire pass rusher Jacob Martin in a 2024 fifth round pick from the Jets in exchange for a 2024 fourth round selection. Uh, not relevant. Teams don't matter. The Dolphins acquire running back Jeff Wilson from the 49ers in exchange for a 2023 fifth round pick. Relevant. Average, that guy was averaging, uh, I only know this because he was on my fantasy team. He was averaging five and a half yards carry on uh, on the Niners, and, and he's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. The Commanders trade cornerback William Jackson III to the Steelers for undisclosed draft compensation. Not relevant. At least not this year. And here's the three big trades today. Starting in Pittsburgh, the Steelers trade wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Brownies for a second-round pick in the 2023 draft. Uh, they traded him to the Bears. This says to the Browns. It, it That's incorrect. You're telling me this website is fucking wrong? Yes. Sport, sportingnews.com? Yeah. Bears acquired Chase Claypool. The Browns it were... Is, all right, you're right. This is a typo. It says to the Browns, but on the link, it says to the Bears. It, this isn't my fault. I swear to God, it says to the Browns. This is not my fault. The Browns were trying to trade for Brandon Cooks, and yeah, I saw that. They, it was like eighteen million dollars they wanted, and they were like, "No, nah, go fuck yourself." No, I yeah. think the, the Cowboys were trying to get in there too, or something. I don't know. Or the it was with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I read something earlier, but I was kind of delusional. I was reading it. Lack of sleep, lack of water. All right, so let me reread that. The Steelers trade wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Bears for a second round pick in the twenty twenty three draft. Uh, 
semi-relevant. Is he worth Here's, twenty? A I don't think pick? he's worth. I think that the, I think the Steelers made out on that one. I mean, Justin the, Fields. Chase Claypool is big, and the Bears needed a. They just need okay, somebody to throw the ball to. Let me let me throw the, let, me, let me propose this question. Does Justin Fields need help at receiver, or do the receivers need help at quarterback? Uh, Justin Fields needs help. So Justin Fields is a legitimate quarterback in the NFL is what you're saying? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. You understand the question I'm proposing, right? It's hard to tell. He's got probably the worst offensive line in the NFL and – no receivers that would play anywhere else. So, All right, back to Detroit. The Lions trade their best player, tight end <laughs> TJ Hawkinson, and two fourth-round picks, 2023 and a conditional in 2024, to the Vikings in exchange for a 2023 second-round pick and a 2024 third-round pick. So just to wrap this up again, or to unpack this a little better, they're trading their tight end to the Vikings, TJ Hawkinson, mm-hmm. and two fourth-round picks in 2023 and a conditional in 2024. And for the for the tight end and those two picks, they're going to receive a 2023 second-round pick and a 2024 third-round pick. Mm-hmm. What is Detroit doing? Uh, I think... They're giving up, maybe. Getting ready to blow it all up again. They're giving up two fourth round picks and a tight end. The best, the, one of the a, a really good tight end, mm-hmm. solid tight end, and two yes. two fourth round picks. Yeah, for a second round pick and a third round pick in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. I feel like uh-huh. that's not like like. Well, there's scales that, like, these trades for draft picks are kind of like they do in a draft. There's They're weighted on scales. Like, this is your expected. What this draft pick is worth. Okay, let's just talk about the second-round pick. All right, so they've got to replace the tight end, right? I mean, they have to, right? So let's just assume. But they're also giving up two fourth-round picks. So mind you, like, they're losing two picks and the tight end. Uh-huh. And they're just gaining a second round and a third round pick. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just uh, feel like it doesn't make sense. I just I don't know. If, I feel like they, if, they just they just traded a hundred dollar bill for an eighty dollar bill. They just lost twenty bucks. A, you know what uh, I, mean? I I can't I don't know what his contract situation is. If if he's a free agent. They might have been well. He, they they drafted him, so he was at the end of. I think he was. I think this is his fourth season. I don't know. Okay, so they might not have thought he would sign with them, which is reasonable because who? Why would you sign with them? So so which I mean, I don't know. It just seems like okay. Worst case scenario, trade him for a. They're not getting a second round for him. The only reason why that second round pick is included is because they're giving him two fourth rounds. So the third round pick. I don't know. It just this is like a trade nightmare in Madden. 
Like you ever you ever been in Madden and you're trying to make a trade with a computer and like you have to like continue to add and take away, add and take away until you finally find Initial an agreement. Fourth is probably a uh, he would have to. Uh, there's going to be some performance metrics he has to hit. For uh, yeah, it goes with that, that to see that fourth round, second one. I don't know. I just I feel like I don't know. I just, I, it doesn't make sense to me. But then again, I mean, maybe there's something else going on that's above my pay grade. Well, well see. they, I assume that they didn't think he'd stick around and they wanted to get something out of him. Baseball happens all the time. You say baseball happens all the time? Baseball, it happens all of the time. Uh, all right, moving on. To me, this is the second biggest splash on the trading deadline. The Broncos trade edge rusher Bradley Chubb and a 2025 fifth round pick to the Dolphins for a 2023 first round pick, a 2024 fourth round pick, fourth round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds. Relevant, not relevant. Uh, super relevant for the super duper relevant. Who wins on this trade? Who wins this trade? Who won this trade? Uh, the Dolphins by a long shot. What year is Bradley Chubb? What year? Yeah. Uh, what kind of mileage does he have? He's 26. Okay. So he's still reasonably young. Yeah, I mean, that's young. So he's at the end of his rookie contract. Yeah, they're going to have to pay him. That was probably to get offload some money, which is why they Dolphins didn't have to give up. Oh, they did. They gave a first round. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, is he worth the first round? And uh, so, I mean, a running back. Where was Chase Evans on the uh, depth chart? Is he like a number three back? What's that? Where was Chase Edmonds on the on the depth chart? I don't know. They didn't. He wasn't first. Well, obviously they had. They didn't have a. He's got to be like number three on the depth chart. Anyway, real one. Those first round draft picks are always dangerous for someone that's he been in the league for four 26, years or three years. Twenty six sacks in forty nine games. That's that's career numbers. Yeah. He was drafted in 18. I mean, I guess it all depends on how much of a need that is for Dol- for the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins' defense isn't great. They give up points. They Maybe do. they feel like they need they need a pass rusher. And I don't know. To me, it's always dangerous giving up a first-round pick. Those are so valuable in the NFL. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you never Dolphins, know what you're going to need. I mean, it's next year. But a lot can happen in the offseason. It's going to be pretty low. What's their record right now? They're about 500. Miami. They're floating around 500, I think. They're five and three. Five and three. There's there's a strong likelihood of them. Well, they know they're getting a, they're getting a great player. They're getting a great player. It's not a question mark. They're getting a they're getting a good edge rusher. They yeah. know that it's 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 money in the bag. They know exactly what they're getting. 
you don't know what you're going to draft in 2023 in the first round. But that pick is now gone. And they gave up a, uh, a, 20, a 2024 fourth round pick, which is, I mean, that could be valuable too. There's, I mean, there's a lot of talent in the fourth round. Yeah. Defensive backs, a lot of special teams, linebackers, running backs, receivers. There's a lot of talent in the fourth round. Did you call that the second biggest? Yes, that's 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 the second biggest splash on November first tra- trade deadline. Moving mm-hmm. to the biggest splash on the trade trade deadline. This is the biggest move today. The Jaguars acquire suspended receiver Calvin Ridley from the Falcons in exchange for draft capital that can be worth as much as a fifth round pick in 2023 and a second round pick in 2024. Relevant or not relevant? Well, currently it's not relevant. First of all, I feel for Calvin Ridley. He's suspended for the entire season for making a few bets on his own team when he was out with COVID or something, right? No, he was out because he had he was uh, he was depressed. So, we, so you're saying the Jaguars signed like a head case? Yes. Jesus <laughs> yes. Christ. He he missed he missed most of last season because he was had emotional issues. Oh boy. He voluntarily missed. He didn't he wasn't like the doctors didn't say he needed to miss. He's like I need to take some time away from football emotionally. And then he got suspended for he got the game he got caught betting was the Falcons. He bet the Falcons to cover against the Jaguars. And they was like, all right, you can have another year off, bud. So he's he could be in a really good headspace when he comes back to Jacksonville. <laughs> You'll see. He'll be like, ah. Oh, I mean, do, I'm, we, do, I'm, do we? I need some time away emotionally, and you'll see him up in the pool. Do Do we know like if he's even good? Like, what if he's like two hundred eighty pounds? Like, do or do we know that he's like even in good shape? Has anybody even contacted this guy? Have we seen a picture of him in the last year? <laughs> I'm not sure. What if he like blew up? Like, what if he was like, I mean, because when you're depressed, you eat like a lot of ice cream. You, I mean, you might gain some weight. You know what I mean? Well, I yeah. know that he tweeted today. He tweeted Duval. So I don't know. Did he? Was he yeah, in the he photo did. of Duval? There was no photo. It was just a. It was just a text tweet. I think he might have put some like fire emojis or something. He might have been happy to get out of Atlanta. Yeah, that could, I mean, that's, that could be depressing. Atlanta. That could be depressing. Maybe that's why he was depressed. He wants to live in that place. Look, I mean, Calvin Ridley, I mean, again, you know what you're getting. He's a solid player. Is he a receiver number one? Yes. Would he have been receiver number one in, yes. in Atlanta yes, by, okay. by a long shot? He was really good. And then he had a mental breakdown. So uh, and again, no, this he's is a condi- clear number one if if he plays and uh, isn't like talking to Doctor Phil on the sideline the whole time. So they're getting a fifth round pick in twenty twenty three and a and potentially a second round pick in twenty twenty four, and I'm assuming this happens. This 
It has to do with whether he shows up in shape, probably puts up a certain stat line minimum, and um, doesn't, and he's on his meds or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Look, J- Jacksonville needs a number one receiver, though. Like that's like that's a big need, and we didn't give up a first round pick. Um, yeah. so I think that's a big win, man. As, I mean, as long as he comes in and he's fucking ready to play football and he's a stud and he does what he's supposed to do. I mean, that's a, that's a big win for Jacksonville and it get it gets the headache off of, uh, Atlanta's roster. So it's probably a little bit of a win-win biggest splash on the trade trade deadline. Calvin Ridley to Jacksonville. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's hear from, uh, let's hear another Detroit joke. What is the most confusing holiday in Detroit? Labor Day. <laughs> Stacy's not gonna like that one. Let's get one more, and then we'll get to our picks here. Why does the population of Detroit never change? Hmm. Because as soon as a baby is born, some guy leaves town. <laughs> Not good. Not good at all. Oh, $2 you titty are t- canceled. <laughs> $2 Titty Tuesdays in Detroit tonight. Busy night in Detroit. Yeah. The, uh, what's that bar? No, th- listen, this is a real thing. We're not just making this up. Like, I mean, I'm not a misogynist. Proke is the one that brought this up. But more importantly, Casey, who was supposed to be our guest tonight, that Proke couldn't, couldn't, um, couldn't get on. She posted something in our little chat. It was a picture of like a of like a, a sign, and it's at the State Fair Lounge. Food till twelve a.m. Two dollar Titty Tuesday every Tuesday. That's what the sign says. That is indeed what it it's says. a real sign. She said it and, was and, from, and we think that might be Detroit. We think that might be where she works. Oh crap! The State Fair Lounge. Don't not we. All right, where are we at on picks, bro? What was the what's the totals now? Because we both goose last week. Uh I'm at plus four ninety-nine. You're at minus six thirty-five. We might need to bring Calvin Ridley in for the for the for the picks next week. That would be sick. Did he win the picks? Did he at least win? Do we know <laughs> if he won the he, he did win the picks that he, he bet won. on? Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I mean he bet. Somebody to cover versus the Jags. Did he really? Was it against the Jags? Yes, no. that's the one he got caught on. Oh my god! And then he ends up coming to Jacksonville. What yes. the fuck? Well, this is, dude. If this isn't, dude, if we don't live in a simulation, dude, I don't know what the fuck is happening, bro. Like this isn't real like, life what right now. Episode dude. of The Simpsons was this? Huh? this I, I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> this isn't real life right now. This is this is all a fucking nightmare, a dream, whatever. All right, moving on to picks this week. Parlay. I'm going to throw out my parlay first. By the way, fuck Detroit. I'm never betting on Detroit ever again. They can kiss my ass. Not not the good people of Detroit. I'm not trying to piss you people off. I don't need to be canceled by you people. Good people of Detroit. Hardworking, working class folks. But fuck the Detroit Lions. Fuck them. 
They cannot, they're not reliable. That you you cannot, they're just not reliable. Lions at the Packers. I'm sorry, the Packers at the Lions. I'm taking the Packers. <laughs> it's a safe one. Seahawks. Make sure I have this right here. Sorry. Actually, no, taking Green Bay to beat anybody anymore is not safe. Dude, if, if the they listen, suck. listen, if the fucking if Detroit beats the Packers, there will I will go there'll be a rampage against Green Bay next week. All of the yellow bellied pheasants or whatever toast. The yellow belly sap suckers are gonna be endangered next week, bro. Seahawks at the Cardinals. I'm taking the Cardinals. Chargers at the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons. All home all home team. No, I'm sorry. Um Cardinals and Falcons home teams and I'm taking the Packers on the road to beat the Lions. This is my parlay at plus 570. All right, what's your parlay look like? I got Minnesota in Washington over the Commanders. Baltimore at New Orleans, got Baltimore, Miami. Well, hold on a second. That's going to be a good game. I almost took New Orleans in that game because they, they had a great game. They shut, didn't they shut out? I think they shut out the fucking uh, the, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They played a really good game last week. That 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 could be who's favored in that game. It, it's like a coin flip, isn't it? Oh, the Ravens are. But not by much, like, but like one or two points. It's minus 155. Money line. I like I like the Saints in that game, but it's going to be a coin flip. But don't be surprised if the Saints win that game. That's Monday night, right? Yeah, it's going to be a good Monday night game. Dolphins your- at Chicago, Miami. <laughs> plus Lay down parlay. Plus two seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's desperate someone's desperate to, to not d- lose every week somebody is desperate didn't you tell me that if you hit your parlay it doesn't even cover all your bets yeah it you like you have to hit two bets now for it to be bets. profitable i'm just looking to not be in the negatives by the end of the year all right alternate under over under uh i've got green bay versus detroit under 37 and a half plus 391. Ballsy. Ballsy. Ballsy pick. Alternate over under. Eagles versus the Texans on Thursday night. I'm going with over 55 plus 310. So over 55 on Thursday night plus 310. And I'm I'm counting on the Eagles to score at least 50 points. Like 8 million points, yeah. And my uh, last bet is the same as the last three weeks. It's let me down, so I'm going to stick with it. Ravens win 7 to 12 points. You haven't hit one of these. Plus 450. I have not. Ravens to win. Between 7 and 12 points. Plus 450. Are you just going to keep riding her until she bucks you? 
I mean, she continues. Well, she I'm continues gonna, to buck you though. Like you, you haven't actually rode her yet. I'm gonna hit one. You think you're gonna hit it? No, I'm gonna hit one eventually. <laughs> but do you think that you might be just like? Yeah, I, I don't think the bet's bad. But do you think that you might be betting on the wrong games? Because there's a lot of games every week that are between seven and twelve points. Not the ones I pick. That's you. You see what I'm saying? Maybe I jinx them. The Ravens almost did it last week. They won by what? Six? My free ball on Monday night. I'm Saints and Ravens. I do correct scores. Though in Hail Marys. I think this is going to be a close game. I honestly was looking at this. I'm like, oh, which way can we go with this? I was like, should we do Baltimore 34, Saints 31? But I decided we're going to do Saints 30, Baltimore 27. Saints are going to eke this one out for plus 7,000. It's a close game, though. I just think the Saints have the momentum going into this game on a big win at home against the Raiders. I think they go. These are tough to hit, bro. I've almost hit them, bro. Careful. Because I've almost hit a couple, like legit almost hit, like within one or two points. Like, careful. You're going to need them to get out of the negative. I think I I just said that they were on the road. They're not on the road this week either. They're at home. They just had a big win at home. Playing at home on Monday night against a great team in Baltimore. I don't, I think it comes down to the fourth quarter. I think it comes down to the last, last minute of the game. The Ravens tend to do that. You're saying they they tend to win or they tend to give up points? Uh, They've blown like three or four leads in the fourth quarter. Huge leads. I mean, it could be, it could be 20 to 27. Baltimore's winning two minute offense. Saints go out there, score a touchdown. 30 seconds left to the clock, and Baltimore can't get it done. No timeouts. 30, 30 to 27, Saints over Baltimore, plus 7,000. But anyway, breaking news. Uh-oh. This is going to come off as an insult. Of course it is. Are you going to get canceled for saying this? Is it an insult to me or to, to no. Casey? To neither. Well, we're only insulting Casey. The Live dropped oh, God. a they, – they had a trade today. Wait, they traded? They had, they had a, a trade. trade. Who did which, they trade with? I think – the the concept of a trade would be cool, but this is making DJ look like an idiot. That they traded Taylor Gooch, who's a legitimate top twenty player in the world, for Peter Uline, who oh no can't get off the corn ferry tour when he was not on live. I'm like, we I get that you want to ha- like. Hey, we're gonna have trades and stuff, but like, no, DJ's not gonna voluntarily do that. Yeah, I think Peter Uline's an up and coming guy. He's like thirty five years old. No, they're like, hey, we can't have the teams this lopsided, DJ. We're gonna have to take one of your guys. Here's another guy. What was the trade? Was it, it was, just like dude it for was dude? Peter Uline for Taylor Gooch. So where is Gucci going? 
What team is that? The Niblicks. Oh, that's with uh with Bubba HV3 and three. Oh, I mean that could be. Do you think there was pressure? Since I mean, the Aces destroyed everybody. Like it wasn't even close. That was not do fair. You think there, do you think there was? Do you think there was pressure from Norman that was like we need to make we need to even these teams out a little bit? Yeah. The the and nobody wanted Pat Perez, no, right? No, so they weren't going to get rid of him. So no, the, the only I logical think that the teams were set up how they were as a like DJ. You got this thing off the ground. We're going to stack your team so you get a win just ridiculous amount of money this year. But then we'll have to straighten it out next year. It was like giving him money without giving him money. Well, I mean, Gooch made a shit ton of money this year. Right. I mean, well, they, I mean he didn't were, give a fuck. The, the three guys, uh, Gooch and DJ, were two of the original... The two original marquee guys that went over there that were like legitimate top players in the world. What do you call a group of people who are trying to rebuild after a major disaster? The Detroit Tigers. (laughs) What state is Detroit in? Despair. A bad shape. You change that. <laughs> because I got it right. No, it says a bad shape. That's what it says here. I didn't I don't write these jokes. <laughs> and uh last but not least, this will be the last one. This one I'm dedicating this one to Casey. Why is a Detroit Lions fan the easiest to date? Oh, this is easy. The Browns fans are the same way because they don't expect any rings. Close. (laughs) Her standards are so low because every year she gets disappointed by 55 men. (laughs) That's worse. (laughs) That is worse. That actually is worse. Um, All right. Well, that's the show. So uh, you could uh, you could uh, we want to thank Casey for uh, for not coming on tonight, because if she would have been here, we wouldn't have been able to go over. We would have still went over the jokes. (laughs) Yes. Should we call her? I've already called. I think she blocked me. She blocked me. I called her like five times leading into this. What are you doing right now? What is that? Oh, that's right. I'm unmuted. That's the fuck you got the grip. Just why do you have the grip in the closet? I just don't understand why it even exists. It's a closet. It's where I store stuff that I don't need. Clubhouse VIP. <laughs> POD Clubhouse VIP pod on Instagram, on Twitter. And we're also on YouTube. Still um, we're, we're gonna be putting out some uh some some videos coming out pretty soon. We have a we have an ongoing giveaway. 14th subscriber on YouTube. Did you find the DVD? Yeah, I did. Okay, we we have found the DVD. That's the Pineapple Express DVD Blu-ray. It is used. Is there any scratches on it? I mean, it plays, doesn't it? Uh, I think so. Pro's sure going to sign it. I'm pretty OCD about. Yeah, Pro's going to sign it. We're going to mail it. Free shipping. This is 100% free. This is a legitimate giveaway, guys. Tell your friends about this. 
14th subscriber on YouTube gets a uh, Blu-ray disc DVD Pineapple Express autographed by Proke. Used. Slightly used. Um, that's it, man. You got any guests lined up for next week? No. Jesus Christ, bro. We'll figure it out. I think I've got Maybe. somebody. I think I might have somebody for next week. I have yeah. to follow up. But where are we at with Kanye? Kanye's people are talking to my people. Do you have people? Oh yeah, I got people. No, you do actually have something in the in the works, right? We were talking about this, uh, possibly something. Um, but you're yeah. you. When, when, when is this supposed to? When, when are these conversations supposed to happen with uh, with this potential guest? It would be the end of the month. End of the month. Well, you know, the end of the month is Thanksgiving. Correct. Okay. Did you have a good Halloween? Only one day. Did you have a good Halloween? I don't do anything on Halloween. Oh, of course not. I don't do anything fun, remember? That's right. All right. Well, thank you again, Casey, for for not being here. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed your dinner. Hope you got some good rest. I know. um, I got my. uh, I know uh, work working a double at the State Fair Lounge is a grind. I got especially a on Tuesdays. Instagram shared by FlightScope today. Oh yeah, no shout out to FlightScope, Alex. Listen, by the way, have you listened to the um, to the show last night? Yesterday, well, we posted it today, recorded it last week. I I, I do have to formally apologize. I, I think at least. 12 to 14 times <laughs> I referred to their product as a Mimo Plus instead of a Mevo Plus. And it's not because I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, I am an idiot, but I also have cameras and a drone from DJI. Um, and their app is called DJI Mimo, M-I- mo and i'm just so used to using that that app i just naturally say mimo for for whatever reason and i mean i didn't even realize i was saying it broke you could have told me i was saying mimo at any point during that interview you could have said you could have messaged me sent me a text like there was literally a hundred ways to contact me and let me know i kept saying mimo instead of mevo and it's not because i don't know about the product it's literally just my brain was locked in on Mimo, and I'm sure Alex was like, "Jesus, this guy, bro, keeps screwing up the idiot. name, man. He's got one job, one job." So I mean, I apologize, and, and you know what? Maybe no one even noticed. I know he had to have noticed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I just formally apologize. It wasn't on purpose. It's just that my brain was not working completely. Only ha- only half of it was turned on. So anyway, all right, I digress. Without crossing any lines, what's an offensive joke? The Detroit Lions. Everybody have a wonderful evening. We'll see you next week. (laughs) You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried-up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more.